Hey there, everyone. I'm Pastor Lars Hammer here from Lord of Grace Lutheran Church in Marana, Arizona. I want to welcome you back to the Walk Through the Psalms Bible Study. Today we're going to pick up on, and we're going to do the whole of Psalm 82. It's, not, it's only three verses long, four verses long. It's not a very long psalm, but I thought it would be fun to look at. I'll read it through and just share with you some of my thoughts and reflections. Uh, some of the things I think uh, might be helpful or relevant for us. So, here we go. We'll read it through and then we'll take a look. God has taken his place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods, he holds judgment. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Salah. Salah just means refrain. It's either like a musical interlude or go back to the refrain. Uh, remember, the Psalms were originally sung, so this is some sort of notation. We don't know exactly what it is, but anyways, okay. Salah, verse 3. Give justice to the weak and the orphan. Maintain the right of the lowly and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. Initially, I just sort of read this, and it didn't pop out to me too much. Uh, until I read that verse 1 again, uh, and it really just popped out to me, and I got this really blasphemous image in my head uh, of the divine council. I mean, you, get, you think of that. What, what in the world is the divine council? Who sits on the divine council? Who picks it? Who, who is composed? Or, well, who, what, what comprises it? Yeah, this divine council. Is this implying that there's other gods on the divine council? Um, are they just other heavenly beings? Uh, I guess if I was really conservative, I'd probably say, well, the divine council is God and then the angels, right? Um, so I don't imply that there's other gods. But to the ancient Jewish people, there, was a lot, there seems to be a lot of belief in the Old Testament that the other gods were real. And, and that's been a kind of hotly debated question. Did, they, did the ancients believe that there actually were lots of gods, but the Lord God was above them? You know, sort of our gods, the king and ruler, and your guys are just, you know, uh, you know nothings. Uh, or uh, did they, you know, was this just a poetic way, right? They didn't actually believe that Baal and, and Isis and all these things actually really existed. Um, but they knew that people worshipped them. And so they're going to talk about them in the psalm as if they were real, sort of as a poetic figure of speech kind of thing. Like, picture if there was a divine council, right? And God is sitting there and he's got Baal and Molech and Isis and Anubis and Zeus and whatever else, right? But to get back to my bad ideas. I don't know if you've ever seen those Christmas movies. My kids always watch those Christmas movies, the old Rankin-Bass Christmas movies. And there's one, I can't remember which one, it's like Origin of Santa Claus or something. You know, they're all stop motion uh, clay. And there's one where there's like this council of the gods. Is that what they call it? And they, they have all these like divine beings. And, um, you know, there's a, and there's a, you know, an elk god and a storm god and all these other uh, sort of figures who sort of appear and they sit at a round table and they, uh, they debate what they're going to do about this uh, little human child who will eventually turn into Santa Claus 
and as soon as I heard it, that was all I could think of was, you know, you have the Lord God sitting here and there's this council of all these others. I don't know how literally they actually believed in it. But that idea of a divine council, that's at least the that's at least the image the psalmist wants you to run with, with this image. So just kind of imagine it, picture it, run with it. That the Lord God is sitting there, and he's got all these other gods, all the other Mediterranean gods are sitting there, and um, he's looking over them, and now he's pointing out his finger, right? So verse 2, 3, and 4 is God, the Lord God standing up and giving a speech to all these to other gods. So he's going to start lecturing Anubis and Zeus a little bit. So here we go. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? So he's lecturing them, right? Zeus, you know, you're, you're not judging fairly. And I think anyone who reads Greek myth will agree with that, right? Uh, and you're showing partiality to the wicked. You're benefiting the wicked. He's lecturing them. This is like, he's like the CEO and this is his staff, right? He's lecturing him. Um, and so, you know, this, he starts out with the question, how long are you going to keep screwing up? How long are you going to do things the opposite of my way? And so, what is God's way? And then picture the finger out, right? How long will you, you know, in the midst of God's? He holds judgment and says, give justice to the weak and the orphan, maintain the right of the lowly and the destitute, rescue the weak and the needy, Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. So, God's mad at the, uh, the Lord God's mad at all these other gods because they're, they're giving privilege to the wicked, but what does God want? This is that same list from the prophets over and over and over. A socially just, economically just world um, where those who have the least money and the least power and the least position are taken care of and treated justly and they get what is right uh, and that what they deserve as human beings, which is they deserve justice, right? So I would assume that the weak and the orphan are, you know, justice. They, I mean, they need food, water, they need legal rights, you know, they need basic housing, all these kind of things. Um, maintain the right of the lowly and the destitute. Interesting why it says right. It makes more sense to me to read the rights of the lowly and the destitute. Maybe a good way to think of it, you know, because we all know the poor, always, even in America, struggle to get as good of a trial as those who have lots of money. Make sure they get their rights. Protect the rights. Lecturing the divine counsel. Rescue the weak and the needy. Okay, don't just give them good law, but actually get them stuff they need. Get them out of, their, out of the binds that they can't get out of themselves. Right? They weren't weak and needy. They could pull themselves up by their bootstraps. You can't pull yourself up by bootstraps if you don't have boots, right? God's got to rescue you. Someone's got to rescue you. We as a society have to at least get you those boots. So rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. That's what he says. That, and that's it. The psalm just ends there. Boom. Done. Psalm 82 done. Kind of interesting. The yelling at the divine council. You get, again, you get these little bits and pieces that just appear in the Old Testament that kind of seem to come from even like earlier than the Old Testament was written. Um, or at least these Psalms, like maybe they were oral histories. Or Again, I think it, it's perfectly okay to look at this very metaphorically because I know the ancients were very metaphorical. Uh, 
and uh, to not get overly hung up with trying to figure out exactly who's on the divine council. Are they just God's angels or are they other gods? Well, I don't know. I don't think that's the point, right? The point is that the other gods you follow are not looking out for the weak and the needy and the orphan. The other gods, whether it's Baal or money, fame, sex, power, whatever, they're look, they, they benefit the wicked. The other gods benefit the wicked. The Lord God benefits the weak and the needy and the orphan and the lowly and the destitute. That's part of what makes our God different. Um, so, Psalm 82, the divine counsel. So, hope that's been helpful. As always, you can leave me a comment or a message. Uh, I'd love to have a chance to chat. Don't be a jerk or a troll. Uh, but leave me, let, let me know if you have any questions. And um, I hope you all have a great week. God bless.